podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end, recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback, and I'm joined by the loveliest of co-hosts, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? Hey, man, not, not much. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, you know, b- being so stressed out by the uh, Thanksgiving games that I can't eat any turkey or, or pretty much anything else. So. That's it's it's a uh, you know it, it's a day to give thanks, but for degenerates, it's more of a day to just <laughs> be stressed out of your mind. You're just you're just sitting there sweating out every every throw. I mean, it, and it starts so early, you know. It starts at twelve thirty. Yeah. And it, and it goes all day now. You know, there used to be some reprieve, but now it's twelve thirty through what, like ten, eleven o'clock. Yeah, it's it's just, and 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 this year I have the the huge Steelers Ra- Steelers Ravens game. Oh, and and it's meaningful, which I bet you exactly about, a month ago you would have never thought. Exactly. Actually, we're going to to. Uh, my my girlfriend's uncle's place and he lives he's a he's a ravens fan and so i was telling you we were going into virginia and uh so we're going to be watching the game together but i have to i have to support and and wear the bumblebee jersey in his house oh Uh, you're gonna wear oh man you're gonna christen the house with a of course of course it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty intense because that game literally probably i mean it probably will decide who that last wild card is going to be in, in the grand scheme of things. I know there's a lot of games left, but this is huge. This game is humongous. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And, and just, just to make sure that I'm, that I'm super stressed. I'm entering a, I'm entering a bunch of draft day, uh, Thursday only leagues. Oh yeah. It's the best. They're, they're everywhere. Actually, we're going to on number fire. We're going to, um, I, I'm actually tomorrow going to be optimizing all of our lineups uh, for Thursday only. And then after Thursday's over, you know, over the weekend, I'm going to regenerate those lineups for uh, everything over the weekend. So that'll be, that, that'll be interesting to see what kind of, uh, what kind of uh, players come out of that, given the fact that there's only like 16 to choose from. Right, right. I mean, it's kind of like the, when the when the playoffs hit and, and everybody's sort of uh, a fiending for some uh, fantasy action, so they so they like play those little playoff leagues, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, something tells me that there won't be a whole lot of uh, optimal plays from that Steelers Ravens game, but yeah, yeah, I know. That's it's basically going to be the Dallas Oakland game, is what. It, well, I guess no, there's a Green Bay Detroit game. That's wrong. That was a dumb comment to make. No, but you know what though? I mean, those those Detroit Thanksgiving games always look appealing to me because you know it's Detroit and yeah. they're again once again their secondary stinks and they throw it all over the place, but but they they you know they often uh, often disappoint. So I'm I'm interested to see that. Yeah, well, your boy Nate Burleson's going to be playing. Oh, he is, and he and he played last week and he did great. And I had him in a couple lineups. Boom! Look at you! Look at you! Yeah, he had seven seven catches for seventy seven and a touch. He's He's easily one of the top uh, waiver wire guys. If if you guys haven't yeah. picked him up already, I, I think the majority of uh, the the quote unquote experts picked him up last week. But I mean, if he was available, but uh, I know a ton of leagues he's still out there, which is it's going to change this week. Yeah, and he's I would say that he uh, he's a guy uh, obviously who whose PPR value um, is is way through, beyond yeah through the roof his, his his standard value. It's 
it's kind of it, it kind of feels like cheating with him because he catches a bunch of just cheapy passes over the middle. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, get him if you can. It's gonna be yeah. I, I'm I have him I, I have him slotted in a few leagues. I mean he's gonna clearly jump out in those optimized lineups for this for on Thursday. I can almost guarantee you that. Yeah. Um. Also, you know what else happened this week, Denny? Hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick happened. Oh, he did, didn't he? I I, almost I missed him being the number three quarterback in week. It was 12. yeah. It was it was it was uh, it was you know I was hoping that he would he would do a little bit better to be honest. A, a, a slight disappointment with Ryan Fitzpatrick this week, but yeah. but Fitzpatrick, it's Fitz magic time, man. It's Fitz magic time. There was no person in the world happier, not even his mother. I was I was or his 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 brother. I was I was so much happier than them that Ryan Fitzpatrick played so well against Oakland. You you would you would shave his face for free. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's, that's not a euphemism. No, not at all. <laughs> he, he, yeah, it, it, the the Fitzpatrick thing is is out of control, and it's out of control, amazing, so far. And and he's going to be a good streamer moving forward because three out of his last four fantasy relevant games are uh, really really solid. I mean, he let's just remember that he plays Jacksonville in Week 16. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to win you championships. There's no I, doubt about it. I will say that the Jacksonville secondary has been. I know. A little bit better uh, than 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 we thought they were. I don't I don't want to sound like Mike Singletary here, but so, uh, they they uh, they aren't who we thought they were. Maybe. Yes. Um, Denny Green. Denny Green. Oh dang! I meant I meant Denny Green. Yeah. Yeah. Not not Singletary, obviously, because <laughs> Sing- Singletary is the guy who just screamed at uh, screamed at the cameras after every game, no matter. Yeah, he he just screams. No he does. He doesn't actually say coherent things. He's like right. he's like Jim Irsay on Twitter. Oh my gosh, how drunk was he? He's always drunk, always. So but he can he can do that. That oh. that's that's the life that's the life of a billionaire. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh my <laughs> you, just, you could you could tweet whatever you you could tweet complete nonsense like he does and it doesn't matter. Oh my gosh, I bet you I, I bet you uh, Pagano's so stressed out right now. Oh, he's got to be. Well, not only that, but his but his football team sucks. So bad. So bad. Anyway, let's look back. This is going to be a little bit of a truncated version, uh, because it's going to be Thanksgiving, and and as De- you know, Denny noted that it's going to be a tough day on Thursday watching the games for for fantasy footballers. But it's actually a tough week for people who are trying to get all of this content out the door, so they can enjoy watching the football on Thursday. Oh yes. So we're gonna we're gonna cut a little bit short. There's no Twitter questions this week, no ranting, but we're still gonna give you some streamers, of course, and we're gonna look back on what happened last week. So Denny, why yeah. don't you tell us about the Cowboys and the Ravens and the Texans defense from last week? Yes, those those were my streamers in, in week twelve, and uh, thanks to the the early uh, Victor Cruz fumble for a touchdown, the uh, Cowboys uh, scored ten points last week, and we're the 10th highest scoring um, fantasy defense of week 12. Um, I recommended the, the Ravens, which was a little bit of a cheapie. I understand. I mean, uh, um, they were only available in uh, th- about 30% of leagues, but um, they did exactly what we thought they would and um, finished as the number three. Uh, <laughs> you're fantasy. all about, you're all about quoting Dennis Green. tonight. I, wow. I really am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We cr- we crowned their asses and they finished <laughs> number three overall, um, and then uh, Houston 
for for actually for as 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 poorly as Houston's team, but also their defense played. Um, they finished number thirteen overall. They scored eight points. So it was one of those things where it's like the Houston defense sort of fell out of bed and scored eight points uh, yeah. against the Jaguars, which I think is a good lesson for this coming week, which I'll address. I'll address soon. So overall, it was actually one of one of our our better uh, uh, streaming defense weeks. Yeah, it was very very solid. It's it, the the Baltimore defense. I, I rolled them in. Uh... Or rolled with them. I didn't roll them. We're gonna roll them on Thursday. Boom. Whoa, whoa. But but uh, I I use them a lot in daily, and they certainly they turned around. I think they had 16 points on Fanduel, which is really nice. It's always good to get uh, that yeah. kind of production from a daily lineup. Yeah, and they were. I think that they were like the seventh or eighth highest priced defense. I I felt like they were a huge value at that, yeah. that price. Yeah, they're like 53 hundo or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it was it was a good defensive uh, streaming week. It was a, a pretty solid uh, quarterback streaming week as well. I mean, I, I mentioned Fitzpatrick. He wasn't necessarily one of the three that I talked about, but I did mention that he should always be started in perpetuity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also mentioned uh, Alex Smith, who also won me some some monies this week on on the Fanduel machine. He uh, he finished fifth yeah. of all fantasy passers. It was easily easily the best game of his season from a passing perspective. Uh, he, he looked, he looked good. He threw down, he threw the ball downfield, but I mean, it was against San Diego, uh, which is, which is a team that, that you should be targeting almost every week now with, with quarterbacks. It, it almost doesn't count against San Diego. Yeah. Right. Right. And I actually, I mean, I wrote about, I wrote about Alex Smith um, this, this week uh, yesterday. Wow. That, this, this is a, this is only two days so far. Oh, unreal. Unreal. I wrote about Alex Smith yesterday, basically saying that um, he he's played far below, not far below, but but pretty far below uh, expectation in terms of his passing net expected points value, which is what we work with over at Number Fire. And it's it's funny because uh, you know he's not turning the ball over, right? He only has I think five or maybe six interceptions, and so he's not turning the ball over, but yet his his passing NEP is still very low. And if you think of the, the net expected point structure from a very high level, um, you know, the whole concept is, you know, if a player, if, if you have a, an expected point value of X when you're on the 50-yard line and you as a player get to the 20-yard line, whether you catch it or you run it, then the difference between X and then the new expected point value is what's attributed to that player. So clearly if you're, if you're a quarterback like Alex Smith and you're throwing an interception or you're throwing a pick six, then that expected point value gets turned dramatically to, to the other team, right? So a guy like Geno Smith, who I wrote about today, has a horrible, horrible passing NEP, one of the worst that we've ever seen uh, because he, he's continuously throwing these interceptions, he's throwing pick sixes. But meanwhile, Alex Smith is still really, really bad, and he's not throwing interceptions. And the reason for that is because he's, he's, he's scared. He's not throwing the ball downfield. He's not, he's not moving his offense. And to me... You know, we all we all dub him a good game manager because he's not turning the ball over. But sometimes, you know, the guys that are turning the ball over or at least throwing the ball downfield and they're making up for those turnovers by making plays offensively. Alex Smith is basically just doing nothing, which is part of the reason why you can't really trust him that often in fantasy football. But this past week against San Diego, he was definitely, you know, a solid play just given the matchup. Yeah, I actually wish that I had uh, considered him a little more in in various formats and leagues. Um, but yeah, I mean that 
that that that Charger secondary is just is just hemorrhaging points to yeah. to to receivers and to uh, quarterbacks right now. Yeah, and we'll definitely get to those Chargers later in the podcast. Yes, we will. Um, another guy that I had was was Case Keenum. We're not so gonna let's, really... let's get past that. Okay, now uh, the third one. <laughs> he, was... You know what? Th- thank goodness for Geno Smith and Jason Campbell because they made G- they made Case Keenum look okay. My God, yeah. I mean, I, think, I, I just think Keenum. Uh, I wrote about this for four for four dot com. Sometimes you know, dumpster fire offenses just just ruin great matchups, and yeah. I don't think that you can blame yourself too much if you went with Keenum in, in, in various leagues. Uh, um, I did. Um, it, nothing jumped out to me as, as a, as a big warning sign. Um, but, uh, so, sometimes the team is in such disarray that, that the, these things happen. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing with Keenum right now, and we've seen this kind of, you know, in, in history and perhaps even a lot this season with all the backup quarterbacks coming in and seeing significant time. But it seems like defenses begin to figure out quarterbacks after two or three games in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's definitely, that's definitely a red flag with Keenum moving forward. I know a lot of people, uh, you know, it, it, he was very polarizing. A lot of people were very into him. They really thought that he was going to be a, a, a very solid fantasy success. Whereas others, um, you know, they, they talked down on him a lot. Like Jeff Miller, one of the number fire writers just couldn't stand him. And, and obviously, you know, it's, it's kind of turning into that, uh, situation where now it's the, I told you so people who didn't like him because it's, it's definitely turning into case Keenum's not even remotely on the fantasy radar. And, and I, I get that it's only one week, but at the same time, that's kind of how things work in the NFL. Well, it's really two and a half weeks. I mean, you know the the, the oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good. Point. It was a disaster against Oakland, and yeah, that's fair. Um, the 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 first half in the in the game before Oakland, and I'm blanking on who they were playing. Uh, first half, the first half, I think he lit lit it on. Oh, oh, the Cardinals. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He he lit it up in the first half, and then the second half they blitzed the crap out of him, and yeah. and and he didn't know what to do. Even. And this caught my attention, and God, I wish I had known this or seen this, you know, before um, I went with him last week. But his quarterbacks coach after the Oakland game said, um, uh, in 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 a Houston Chronicle article, um, Case needs to work on recognizing basic defensive structures. Nice. And I'm like, what? Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. This, so this is this is this is a real thing. Like this guy has no idea when the blitz is coming. And and if you watched any of the Texans game against the Jaguars, you would see that um, Keenum was blindsided several times with no awareness, no idea that the yeah. blitz was coming from his blind side. And that's that's frightening. Yeah. Well, think think of it this way. Because if I'm remembering correctly, he. Because he got his first start against Kansas City, Kansas City had no idea who Case Keenum was. Right. I mean, they 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 don't know who Case Keenum is. So he goes in there, has a decent game statistically, right? And then he plays against the the Colts, and that first half he just completely lit the world on fire. Yes, good and ball. and that that's when all eyes were on him. So there could be that that perception issue with Case Keenum as well, where people just saw him in that first half. The second half he didn't really do anything in that Indianapolis game. Perhaps it had to do with game flow because they got ahead of them, but but then at the same time Andrew Luck came back and they had opportunities to win that game. So um, no, I think I think that it's a it's a good learning lesson for everyone to not you know overhype someone who 
you know, doesn't have a track record, isn't isn't a first round pick. You know, it, it's not someone who was was highly touted out of college. Um, so it's it, it's a it's a perfect example of of kind of uh, falling into the hype, and and it's really not not necessarily worth it. Right, and and I I would say that as much as I hate to 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 admit this sometimes, uh, it's a this might be a matter of just observing, just watching yeah. rather than rather than uh, just pouring yourself into the numbers, uh, you know, because there was nothing uh, number wise that 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 screamed, you know, hey be careful here you know this is a this is potential bust for keen you know if you're playing keenum um but perhaps if you know if i had watched every you know every snap of of every game that keenum has played maybe that would have given me some pause i i suppose it would have and uh so there is there is that place there um and for 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 more perspective on these things yeah absolutely um, and the, the other guy that I had was uh, Mike Glennon, who fin- he finished 12th, so he was a low-end QB1. Uh, so it's two, you know, it's a, it's a high-end QB1 with Alex Smith, low-end QB1 with, with Mike Glennon. So outside of Keenum, it was a good week. Um, and, and Glennon played against that Detroit secondary that is just looking atrocious recently. Man. They've been really bad. And they're going to be down, down a guy on Thursday, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Houston is going to miss the game? Is that, I, th- it, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's that's really bad news. Um, uh, I think Houston does he usually cover number two receivers? I'm honestly I couldn't tell you. I I think he does. Uh, so I mean it's hard to say if that would be Boykin uh, or uh, uh, James Jones. I just yeah I'd assume it'd be more Jones. W- w- whatever it is, it's it's good news for the uh, the, the the Packers passing game uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I'll, I do want to add though, that Peyton Manning was the 24th best quarterback this, this week. I was going to say the same thing. I'm so, you beat me to it. <laughs> and, so, and, so, so good job early round quarterbackers. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, where's your God now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Drew Brees, uh, Drew Brees outscored Josh McCown by, uh, by point two. Oh man. Uh, so I, I just I, I can't it's kind of incredible. Manning's really not been performing all that well over right. the last two weeks at least. I know the, I know Kansas City was a good matchup and I know oh the weather, the cold weather. But it, Wait, do he, you, do he's, you think it has he, something to do with the weather? Do I think so? Yeah. Um, I mean, sure. Uh I don't think he has the velocity that, that Brady does necessarily, but um Noshan was able to just run all over them. So it's it, it that that as well kind of helped, you know, he, he kind of, he, he definitely fell into the, the whole, uh, game flow thing. He er, fell victim to it in a way. Cause they were up so big in the first half. I know that they had, uh, you know, a good chunk of the fourth quarter where Peyton was back to just being Peyton, but that's not really that significant amount of time, especially in a game where the momentum shifted like that. Yeah. Well, he was, you know, uh, Peyton as in only looking to Demarius Thomas and you know how I know that because I own Eric Decker everywhere so oh my god yeah uh, my, I had him in so many daily lineups uh, so many what a what a kick in the neck yeah that, that's what that felt like the last couple of weeks you you look at Eric Decker's salary on these daily sites and you're like oh my god yes oh. yes and then he just doesn't yeah that's that's just I 
you know what? No, no, I don't regret. I don't regret playing him in daily in the, over the last two weeks because he has been ridiculously cheap. But it yeah. makes me wonder if like the secret super high tech algorithms that they use on these on these daily sites, you know, like said said to them, oh, hey man, you know, uh, you might want to. You don't want to tempt tempt the sharks into taking uh, Decker by pricing him really low, and we did. We did. We, we did. Felt for it. I know, it's incredible. Um, and then at, at tight end, I think we had. I know we had Kobe Fleener. We both talked about Kobe Fleener, uh, and yeah. he he scored a touchdown. He's he's a tight end one moving forward. I think that's obvious. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's getting he's getting the volume, and then uh, Garrett Graham was the other guy, I believe, just because he was playing the Jags. And he didn't. I mean, he he was part of that dumpster fire. Yeah, I, look. At Garrett it, I, Garrett Graham is burning right now. <laughs> he's not. Oh my God! Hey, Ryan Ryan Griffin, the tight end from the Texans, who I think most people own in fantasy leagues. <laughs> Everyone um, outscored Graham. This is what happens with Houston tight ends. Uh, they get another tight end to do to do better than the tight end that was in front of them. Garrett, we t- I think we talked about this before in the podcast, right? That Garrett Graham was better with Owen Daniels, like significantly better with him. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, but but I mean, really, like how how many Garrett Graham highlights did we see? You know, when Daniels was in there, where it was just like like Graham, literally nobody within twenty yards of him yeah. streaking, down, streaking down the. Yeah, seat, he's a know? he's a physical. He's physically a, a monster. Right, right, but I mean, everybody would be like, "Oh my God, Daniels, cover him." And then, yeah. you know, and then Graham would just be like, mm-hmm, I'm going to, I'll be down the seam here. Just running toward the end zone <laughs> if anyone wants to throw it to me. Have you ever seen this picture online? Yeah. Like, he he kind of looks like, uh, like, uh, an uncle. Like he, he's like an uncle with like a, like, like he's just like this chiseled uncle. Yeah. I was going to say like the, I mean, no, it's not like my uncles go to the gym like he does, <laughs> but no, he like, like his neck up. He's got like a comb over and stuff. Like he's just totally proper. And then yeah, he goes he, in the football field and he plays. He, well, then he plays poorly. But yeah, I, yeah, he does. He looks. Um, I mean, he's probably like what, like twenty six or seven or something. Yeah, but he looks maybe like forty, forty four. Yeah, he's yeah, he's going into his mid forties clearly. Yeah, he's kind of got like that alfalfa hairdo. Yeah, he needs some hair help. I, I'd like to help him, Garrett. If, if you're listening, and I and I know you probably are. <laughs> Yeah, call me. Garrett Graham Hair Help Hotline. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man. All right. Well, let's get into uh, the streaming plays for this week. You wanna you wanna give us some defenses to stream? Yes, I have three. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't let uh, you know last week's uh, Houston situation dissuade you from playing the Browns against the Jaguars uh, in Cleveland uh, this week. Uh, I, I really I, I see anybody who plays Jacksonville as having a high floor, high fantasy floor, which you know the Texans did. I mean, like that I said, their, they they hit their floor, right? Right. That that probably eight points was probably their floor. So you know that there you go. And 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 really, I mean, eight points from your defense is not going to kill you. Um, it, uh, Chiefs owners can tell you that much from last week. Um, uh, they're they're available in ninety percent of leagues. The Browns uh, defenses. Um, the they have and this surprised me. They actually have a top ten run defense. Um, so this uh, sort of you know resurgence, little little bit of a resurgence from Jacksonville's uh, running game. Uh, I don't think it will you know 
will really suffice in, in this one, which obviously puts the ball right where we want it, which is in Chad Henney's hands. Um, and uh, you have uh, Joe Hayden, who shuts down one half of the field, except for against Antonio Brown. That's right. Uh, uh, you know, who I played in every format, which is fantastic. Uh, what I mean is played against in every format. Nice, nice. Yeah, so that hurt. Thanks, Hayden. Um, uh, so, you know, you have, you have Hayden to, to, uh, to check shorts. And, uh, you know, from there, I just, I think that, um, that you're just hoping for, you know, sacks, picks, possibly the fluky touchdown. Uh, so Cleveland is my number one uh, streamer for this week. Um, beyond them, um, I can't look past the Dolphins who play at New York, uh, playing the Jets. The Jets are now uh, giving up uh, almost 16 fantasy points per game uh, over the past over the past four weeks, uh, whether at home or, or away. They they do play slightly better at home, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't really factor that uh, too much into this. Uh, the Dolphins are available in eighty-six uh, percent of leagues. I have them as as a uh, as a top ten play, um, and uh, they have the the Dolphins have the second best pass rush uh, with Cameron Wake, obviously leading yeah. the way. And I think you you saw that last week. They they hit Cam Newton in the mouth a couple of times. They played once. great last week. Yeah, I mean once literally in the mouth. I mean Newton was spitting blood, and I think it was the first play of the game actually. But he's, um, he spits like ooze or something because he's not human. Right. Well, I think that goes without saying at this point. Right, right. Um, and uh, uh, I just, I really, I see, just like the Jaguars, I see the Jets as a constant streaming target. Um, I don't think that you can go too terribly wrong uh, against them. Right. And finally, I want to mention, just because I would feel horrible if, if this team is on the waiver wire and you did not pick them up, New England plays at Houston. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about how, you know, what a disaster the Texans offense is. Uh, and if you think that Case Keenum was confused um, against the Jaguars and, and Raiders, I'm going to go out on, on a limb here and guess that Bill Belichick and company can confuse him even more. Yeah. Um, you know, so possibly his head will explode and, um, by halftime. Uh, they're, the Patriots are only available in uh, – about 20% of, of leagues. So that, that's why I, I, I just want to mention them. Um, I would still play the Browns over over the Patriots, but um, I have the Patriots as a top three uh, play this week. I dig it. I dig it. Um, I'm actually, I got, I have Miami pretty much slotted on my, on my waiver or on my claims uh, in, in most of my leagues right now. I think they're, they're a perfect play. You can't get you can't get any better than playing against Geno Smith at this point in the season. Yeah, I mean, uh, I saw a stat about uh, uh, Geno Smith. He he hasn't thrown a touchdown, I think, in like sixteen quarters. Is that? Yeah, he's he's got yeah. Because I I wrote about like I said I wrote about him today. Uh, he he has like an eight to seventeen touchdown interception ratio, and he he literally I mean at his pace at his efficiency right now. Since the year 2000, the only two quarterbacks that averaged this poor uh, of efficiency on a per-game basis was Jamarcus Russell in 2009 and David Carr in 2002. Wow. Those are the only two quarterbacks. So, you know, there's a, there's a point in time where, I mean, this isn't really fantasy football related, but there's a point in time where, uh, you know, you as, a, as an evaluator um, of a player have to say, you know, a lot of, a lot of like, how many, how many good 
honest quarterbacks in their first year of playing did this poorly. You know, like a guy like a guy like Mike Glennon is, is playing, uh, you know, average football, right? That he has a bright future. Someone like Geno Smith, we've never really seen many quarterbacks play this poorly that just all of a sudden play well. So, I mean, now and in the future, I'm I'm a little bit worried about Geno Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, uh, for sure. And and I, I mean, he's a he's a gift from the streaming gods at this point. Yeah, he definitely is. All right, so I'll get into some quarterbacks. Um, I have my first one is EJ Manuel. He he played pretty well against the Jets actually two weeks ago before their bye. Uh, looked a lot better than he did against the Steelers. He was pretty miserable against Pittsburgh. Um, but obviously the Steelers defense is playing better. Um, so you know he had twenty point seven fan, uh, standard fantasy points the last time he was out there. Uh, and, and again, I like to target Atlanta's defense, who is his opponent this week. Atlanta still has given up at least two touchdowns to every quarterback this season. I, I'm counting Cam because he, he ran for one. He only threw for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are still the worst number fire rated pass defense. I mean, this this defense just 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 hands you fantasy points if you're a quarterback. Uh, really, so I think Drew Brees. What's that? Except for Drew Brees. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, I, I think I think EJ Manuel is a great streaming option. He's he's not owned in a lot of leagues um, because he was injured this year. Uh, so go ahead and, and pick him up if if you're looking for someone that. And I think he has a pretty high floor uh, against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second guy I will talk about. I'll talk about this guy actually. I'll I'll talk about Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's owned in like half of of leagues right now. So he he this is like perhaps the the Baltimore defense that Denny threw out there last week uh, or the Patriots defense this week. But, you know, he's coming off a bye. He's playing against that San Diego team that uh, gave up significant amount of points to Alex Smith last week. They ranked 30th in fantasy points against the quarterbacks. They're the third worst team according to number fire metrics as well. So Andy Dalton should have a a great day against that secondary. I think that's that's probably going to end up being a pretty high-scoring game um, because it's in San Diego as well. So look out for that. And then uh, my third one is Josh McCown. He Josh McCown's been a viable QB1 every single week that he's pretty much played. Amazing, man. Tressman. Yeah, it's 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 all Mark Tressman. He's he's the uh, and he's a god. He's a football god. I, I I would actually plug him into my lineup if he played quarterback. Oh yeah, I actually did play Mark Tressman this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I did plug him in. I, it was like a little write-in. Uh but uh, Josh McCown's playing against Minnesota, and Minnesota is giving up the second most fantasy points uh, in the NFL to quarterbacks, and they've given up also at least one touchdown per game to quarterbacks this season, so that gives you at least a nice floor with Josh McCown. Yeah. Um, and, and, and also, the thing with Chicago is that their defense can't stop a thing, and Adrian, also, Adrian Peterson's going to run all over them this week. It's it, it's All almost over. too good to be true, right? I mean, it feels got, like he he might run for four hundred yards. It, it it feels you know what it feels like. It feels like from last week, Drew Brees against that Atlanta secondary, which didn't <laughs> didn't go great, and, and and also it feels like Zach Stacy against right. Chicago's Just, front, and and he ran for eighty seven yards and a score in one half. Yeah. I, oh, I know. And then Benny Cunningham came in and, and ran for like 110 in a touchdown. Well, honestly, it I I'm just nauseous about it. I mean, I had him in every single fan daily fantasy lineup and yeah. I just I, I can't I, I mean, I think 150 and 2 was like his floor. 
Yeah, like, it was, it's 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 become a lock. If you have like a, an RB one playing against Chicago, it's almost a lock that that guy's gonna put up like twenty fantasy points. Uh, yeah, it, I I would say that. Uh, I mean, if I mean, what's the over under for for Adrian Peterson this week? I don't know. I have no. I, I I would I would think it's around like twenty two or twenty three. I I would set it right about there. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be incredible to watch and that. You know the 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 Bears' defense is completely annihilated with injury, so uh, that that's definitely uh, part of the reason that that they're playing so poorly defensively. But again, because they're playing so poorly defensively, yes. Josh McCown is going to have to play a little bit of catch up, and that is perfect for for quarterbacks in fantasy. It really is. I, I actually th- I w- I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I think that that is uh, a really uh, uh, undervalued part of picking streaming quarterbacks is making sure that they have just a crap defense behind them. Um, uh, because, you know, I mean, you, you, you stream a quarterback who has this stout defense that allows you know, 13 points a game. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback's not going to have to do much but hand it off 35 times a game. Right. Um, but uh, McCown, as we saw last week when the Rams got out to, uh, to a lead, uh, he had a throw. I think he threw the ball 47 times. He completed uh, – over way over 30 of his of those passes so yeah um you know i think that's a that's a part of the trustman system but uh it's great it's fantastic that that the bears defense stinks so much yeah and honestly going back to the the daily stuff i'm probably gonna roll a, a forte peterson combo in a lot of lineups this mm-hmm. week i mean yeah. it's, it's gonna be one of those games where uh and, and forte both of them can catch passes out of the backfield forte obviously that is his forte Hey, oh, you went there. Um, so EJ Manuel against the Falcons, Andy Dalton against the Chargers, Josh McCown against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Denny, do you have any tight ends you want to talk about? We didn't, we didn't talk about this before we started. Um, well, we, uh, last week we talked about Fleener. He's still available in 60% of leagues. So that's, Oh my, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's a real thing. I mean, that, I know, you know, maybe if you're listening to this podcast, um, he's not available in your league because you're, you're hardcore and you're in a lot of hardcore leagues. But um, if he's out there, I, I don't know why you don't pick him up. I mean, he's he his last three games, he's seen 10 targets, 10 targets, 8 targets. Yeah, you um, can't. That's a tight end, too. Yes. And, and you know, and, and another great thing, the Colts, you know, like we just talked about with Chicago – the Colts defense is horrendous. They're being they're being just destroyed by the yeah. opposition. And, you know, so that, that means that they have to abandon whatever laughable run game that they have and 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 go with the uh you know, go to the air. Um so Fleener is a is a must get and a must stream uh against the Titans um this week and, and you remember he went for hundred and seven yeah, yards the Titans two two weeks ago. And the Titans are kind of sneaky bad against tight ends. So yeah. Just which is why, up. which is why Michael Rivera, before he got hit and turned into Michael Jackson, uh, <laughs> what, was, this, <laughs> what was that picture? <laughs> I've been looking at that picture almost nonstop for like forty-eight hours. I, his his teeth is like it's so bizarre. His lips were like five inches above his teeth, and then and then his nose was a complete triangle. His nose. I mean, yeah, he. I mean, 
he actually you're right i didn't think about this he looked like michael like late late uh ladder michael jackson no like like corpse michael jackson is what oh, he looks like oh, oh. no he, he no, seriously he, oh. and i understand i i mean that's probably poor taste because it was a concussion that i mean i don't i think he was concussed i'm assuming because he got knocked the crap out but yeah he there's a picture uh, for anyone listening that's like what are you guys talking about right now why is oh, yeah. wh- why is Michael Rivera uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson but there's this picture that that Denny actually Denny I got it from you because you retweeted someone and I, you yeah. just said what <laughs> and I was I was <laughs> laughing so hard I couldn't believe it I actually I like I showed I showed Melissa my wife I showed him and, <laughs> I, I think I did the exact same thing. keep going I, I think yeah, I did the exact it, same thing and she just looks at me and she's like I hate you <laughs> yeah. Exactly what happened to me. Oh, oh man. man, it's hilarious. But there's this this picture, uh, you guys, that of of Rivera laying on the ground, and you know he's he clearly had just gotten hit, and and you know obviously those are the kind of I mean it's very sad that, that happened. If if something significant had happened to him, obviously we wouldn't be joking about this right now. But um, so the the Tennessee defender standing on top of him, I can't remember who it was. I don't think it was Bernard Pollard. Um, but. He he's standing on top of him, and there's like a side shot of Michael Rivera, and like he's got this really weird skin thing going on on the side of his face, and it's his... right on it's right on impact. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. So so everything's like moved, like yes. shifted, and and he 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 looks like like an alien. Yeah. It, it is the most bizarre thing. If you want to see it, just check out my timeline from like Sunday evening, um, and uh, you, you this picture. I mean, it, it is at the moment of impact right. when his helmet had popped off, Rivera's head slammed against the uh, turf, and uh, it catches his face basically like like JJ said, like shifting. It's yeah, it's it, the craziest. I, I probably thing. should have. I probably should have mentioned that it was on impact. I think I just said that he was like. I was just describing the picture without really what had happened around it. <laughs> As if Michael Rivera just all of a sudden had his face like yeah. deform like his his face just became deformed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a really, really bizarre looking picture. But anyway. Yes. Yeah, but but yeah, hey, the the Titans are really bad at defending Titans. Beyond, beyond Rivera's face. Uh um, our boy, I think Charles Clay deserves a look this week. Oh, yeah. Although I see him as more of a a, a deep league type streamer, um, uh, he is seeing he he's uh, seen the fifth most targets among tight ends over the past five weeks, which I was a little bit surprised about. Yeah, and he's never gonna he's never gonna rack up yardage for you. I mean, he did against um, he did a, a couple weeks ago. I forget who they were playing. But he, he did a couple weeks ago because he broke a a tackle and ran about 35 yards for a touchdown. But he runs a lot of really short routes. Um, but, you know, Tannehill being pressured so often behind that terrible offensive line, he has to look to Clay uh, and, and Rashard Matthews uh, quite a bit. So um, that that's his opportunity. And his uh, his opponent, the, the Jets, uh, have allowed us at least six uh, receptions to tight ends in four of their past six games. Uh, so, you know, that, that's a, that's kind of a positive trend for anyone who wants to um, stream tight ends against them. Uh, there are only, let's see, there are only three teams worse against tight ends um, when you look at um, schedule-adjusted uh, fantasy points. 
so the, the the Jets are are you know one of the worst teams against tight ends, and Clay is seeing his fair share of targets. So if he's out there and if if you're really reaching, uh, go for him. Yes, nice. Um, I have two other guys actually. They're 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 deeper plays uh, than maybe. I mean, they're probably more of the Clay level. Obviously, not the Fleener level because we already stated that Fleener is more of a tight end one. Uh, but the first one's, uh, this one's definitely deep. It's Anthony Fasano. He has, he has eight catches for 58 yards and two scores the last two weeks. Um, and including the last time they played Denver, he had four catches for 37 and a touchdown. Yeah. And you know that they're going to have to play a little bit of catch up. Um, so I think, I think that he has some, some sneaky value, uh, in, in deeper leagues. Um, I'm not really, you know, banking on the guy, but, um, you know, of, of the tight ends out there, you know, Denver doesn't necessarily defend the tight end brilliantly um and then another guy uh is john carlson he he stepped into that rudolph role very nicely and he's he's now um he's facing the the chicago Chicago defense that ranks 25th against tight ends and carlson he only had three for 36 last week but obviously that week 10 game against washington he had seven for 98 and a score and then the week after that against seattle he had five and 69 uh, and he's only owned in 1% of ESPN.com leagues. So if you really need a tight end, Carlson should be out there for you. Yeah, I mean, Ponder looks to him a lot. I played him last week. I mean, it was kind of a flame out. But uh, he, he's, a, he's a good tight end, too, option. Yeah, absolutely. So Yeah, I mean, neither of those guys. and I, I think they're, they're upside. Like most tight ends that we talk about on the podcast will come with, with a touchdown. But um, I think that, that a guy like Carlson should be able to get like a 4 for 40 line um, against Chicago. And then I think I think Fasano should be able to catch three or four balls as well, and hopefully continue his touchdown streak. Yeah, no, I, I like those picks. So that's that's uh, that's it. We got Fasano, Carlson, Charles Clay, Kobe Fleener, Josh McCown, Andy Dalton, and EJ Manuel. The Miami defense. The who else were there? Where, uh, was there the Patriots defense? If they're available, and then Cleveland first and foremost. And then and then Cleveland first and foremost. That's it. That's yep. good. Yeah, that is it. Wow. Man, we 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 this it's nice not having to answer Twitter questions. <laughs> just kidding. We love answering Twitter. We love questions. the people. Come on. I know, I'm just kidding. I especially love your your reading of Twitter handles. That's the best. It's the best part of the podcast, but people are going to miss that this week cuz we're about to close this thing out. Yeah, it's it's okay. We'll we'll uh we'll, we'll answer uh, twice uh, double the questions uh, next week. We'll start yeah, we'll start gathering them for next week right now. Right. We'll we'll answer week thirteen questions in week fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Where can uh where can everyone find you, Dennis? <laughs> uh <laughs> at C D Carter thirteen on Twitter. I write for the fakefootball.com, uh xnsports.com and four for four dot com. I uh, do you think people think that I have like a lisp and I'm saying and I'm trying to say Dennis, but I'm saying Dennis. Yeah, our boy Davis Davis Maddock uh, the other day uh, used a Deneth, D-E-N-N-E-T-H, which... Yes, uh, E-T-H. Yeah, wait, what do you... What Is do that you how say? he spelled it? I, I'm, I'm thinking more... I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I, I probably would have typed it out that way, too. Never mind. Sorry, Davis. No, it's... <laughs> you're going to need to auto-tune that. I just... I, know, I just... You know, I just... I, I try to troll Davis as much as possible, so any opportunity I get, I'm going to try to jump on, but he was right that time. Right. I'm going to change my Twitter handle to at D-E-N-N-E-T-H. I think that should just be... You get rid of the, the, the C.D. Carter 13 thing and just become Dennis. 
I think that's more respectable. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, well, I'm, I'm JJ Zacharyson. You can find me at Late Round QB. Obviously, this podcast is on LateRoundQB.com, but all of my content uh, is over at NumberFire.com. Lots of good stuff going on over there. We've already published about 13 articles this week in two days, which is pretty sweet. Um, so go over there and check it out. A lot of fun. There's a cool questions section where you can go in and answer questions for people that are having issues with their life. life anyway... Of- Anyway, Denny, happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Yeah, man. You too. Have a good, stressful Thanksgiving, just like me. It's going to be the best. I'm going to eat so much food and then vomit it out after I watch Matthew Stafford (laughs) beat me in head-to-head. Right. (laughs) It's going to be great. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your holidays. We'll get back to you next week. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the Internet Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out LakeGroundQB.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the team.